Hey, Sam here, and I know your day's crazy, but I've got a quick idea to take your stress from overwhelmed to under control. So let's tackle systems from the classroom to your living room, one simple step at a time. This is the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. If you've ever spent time around small kids, especially in larger groups, you've probably heard the phrase, it's not my fault, or I didn't do it. And as a parent, it can get really annoying. But as someone trying to simplify my own life, I actually think we can learn a thing or two from these kids. I mean, if you think about it on a really simplistic level, what they're doing is delegating out the fault. They are not taking the blame. They're instead, they're giving somebody else the blame and asking that you go to them to try to figure out what happened. It's a weird way to think about it, but it's super effective, right? We're going to apply this to something that you might do on a regular basis. Let's say you come home and you have a million things running through your head. So the easiest way to stop your head from running in circles is to write out a to-do list. I'm sure we've all been there. And you get down to like 30 things on that piece of paper. Man, okay, we just need to get this knocked out. Laundry needs to be done. Dinner, picking this up, cleaning this off, all these things. And you look over and your partner sitting on the couch drinking a cold one, watching reruns of Parks and Rec, and you're like, why is that person not understand all the things that need to go on? I'm sitting here staring at a list of all the things that need to happen, and they don't understand that I'm running around ragged just trying to get it all done, and it's because their brain just does not work the same. They just don't think about some of the things on the same priority that we do, or that it's going to make everyone feel so much better when it's done. So instead of getting frustrated, we are going to start delegating. And this sounds like a super easy thing. We all understand delegation, right? We know how it works. We know how to delegate things out to other people, but we take on this mental burden that nobody ever justified. We think that we are overwhelming other people before we've even asked them to do anything. We also think that if we give up some of the responsibility for some of these things, that people are going to come to us and think that we're lazy. Even though we're still working on other stuff, We just asked maybe that a friend goes and picks up your kid from school because they live right down the road. So it makes sense. And one thing that I think is really interesting, I'm going to tell you a story about when I worked at Target. So I was hired on as an assistant manager at Target. And it was an interesting time in my life. I will never go Black Friday shopping again, but that's kind of besides the point. But when I worked at Target, I'm given a list when we hand off between managers, a list of the things that really need to get done to put the store in a better place. Instead of delegating those things out to the people that we literally paid to listen to me, I was so afraid that I was going to overwhelm them because they have all these other things that they need to do with their time, right? They need to help guests. They need to restock things. They need to clean up their area. So who was I to be the one to tell them what they need to do? Well, I was their manager, so they would have listened to me. But I was so afraid of overwhelming other people that I took it on myself and I became quickly stressed out and burnt out. Now, kind of looking back, Years later, I was talking to a friend the other day whose other friend in their company is looking to get a promotion. And she said, I'll only take on more money if I don't have to do as much work. And that stopped me in my tracks, right? You hear that and you're like, man, that seems like an interesting philosophy, but that's just because they are great at delegating. People at the top of the chain don't do a ton of the work. They delegate it out. So let's not maybe be at the top of the chain of a giant multi-billion dollar corporation, but let's start this just in our homes. 
Right now, I want you to write down 10 to 15 things that need to get done. We're not writing and brain dumping an entire list. We're not going through pages and pages, but just a little sampling. And that's just for the purposes of this experiment. Once you write down that list, you're going to put a star next to things that you are the only person that can accomplish that task. For me, like I'm the only person that can go get my hair done, right? That's That'd be weird to send my husband to go get my hair done. I also want to be the only person to put away my underwear. It just freaks me out. I'm going to be the one to do my laundry and get my hair done. But if I write down the first 10 to 15 things that come to my mind, I probably have to be the one responsible for two or three of them. And once you start doing this, every time you write out a to-do list, it becomes very eye-opening. So the next step is to think of who else can take on these tasks. Now, there are certain tasks that I'm going to assign my husband that I'm not going to assign my four-year-old and vice versa, right? My four-year-old can actually accomplish a lot. She can wipe down the counters really well. She can put pick up shoes. She can pick up toys. But she probably can't carry the box of books down the stairs because I can't even do that because they're ridiculously heavy. So I would give that to my husband. Maybe my husband just wants to sit down on the couch. He's had a long day at work. You know what he can do while he actually watches Parks and Rec? He can fold some laundry. And he actually enjoys it. We are going to think about the people who can do these tasks so that it does not have to be us. And then you just have to ask. Now, this is the hurdle that I feel a lot of us get trapped in is we don't really want to ask. And we talked about it earlier, but if you don't ask, you don't know. And let's brainstorm through a couple of these tasks, okay? At home, we talked about laundry, cleaning things up, dinner. Husbands and spouses can take on dinner. (laughs) It can happen. But also any small task you can assign to kids, kids actually love to help. Believe it or not. You just can't expect it to be done perfectly, but you can expect it to get done to a level that you feel pretty comfortable with. Also outside of that, my mother-in-law loves to go shopping. If I didn't want to run to a specific store that I know she loves going to, maybe I say, hey, we have a birthday party this weekend. Could you pick up a toy from here? I'll, I'll pay you back. And you know what she would love to do it at home. There's a ton of things that we can delegate out. Also at school. Let's talk about some school things I love delegating out. You do not have to be the one to pass back papers. I don't care what anyone says. You do not have to be the one to do it or to hand out new papers. Also, lab prep. Lab prep. You do not have to be the one to pull out all of the lab supplies the day before. Students should practice this skill. So let's let them do it. Also, grading. Students can grade their own papers, believe it or not. I tell my students if I see a pencil out while we're grading, they get a zero on it. But otherwise, I have them highlight their correct answers. And by highlighting their correct answers, it kind of like locks it in. And then they turn it in and I can look at the ones that they missed. And maybe I let them correct it before they turn it in, whatever. But they can do that grading for me. And it takes maybe five minutes in class. But that cuts down on hours of my time at home. Also, if they're writing anything... If you're having them write a claim evidence reasoning or a summary paragraph on something they learned and you have a rubric of things that they needed to include, have them highlight their work from the rubric. And then you only have to grade the highlighted parts. It's amazing. I learned that from an English teacher. But also with friends, let's say that you're planning a big girls night out or a bachelorette party. The person that was put in charge feels like they have to be in charge of all of it and they want that responsibility. They want to be the one that throws everything the best, puts on the best bachelorette party. But let's be honest, everybody has their strengths and you do not want to plan that whole big night by yourself. Delegate some of those things out. We just have to ask. 
my challenge for you is to take one item from your to-do list, especially if this is a mental hurdle you are going to struggle with, and I want you to delegate it out. If that feels way too easy, you're like, nah, I need the pro level, then delegate out five things from that to-do list. So if you only wrote down 10 things, that is half your list. Give that responsibility to somebody else. And then at the end of the day, you can be the one kicking up your feet on the couch watching Real Housewives. Delegating is one of five steps that I use to simplify my to-do list. And I wanted to make a whole episode about it because I really do think it's the biggest mental hurdle for us, but it's also the most freeing. Now, to get the other four, I do have a free download for you, so you don't have to wait for the episodes to come out on them. But if you want the free download, go to the show notes for a link so that I can get that emailed to you. It's a quick one-page document that's going to write down all the steps and the quick things to look at on your to-do list so you get to do less. Get it? (laughs) That was a horrible pun. Anyway, thanks for hanging out today. We'll see you soon. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope that this simple step will help build big results in your classroom, home, and life. Remember to subscribe, review, and tag me on social media at Engineer Does Education so we can build a simple system together.